a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. Three days left until the legislative elections. On Ara City Radio, we talked to all the major parties about their election campaigns. So in case you're entitled to vote but still don't know where to draw the cross, or if you just want to get informed, check out the interviews Tracy and I produced on arcityradio.com. There you can find all nine short interviews. Half of the country, however, and probably even a larger share of Radio Ara's community, myself included, are not entitled to vote. The right to vote for non-Luxembourgish residents is our topic on local matters this week. Yesterday I picked up the different positions that exist among political parties and civil society organizations on a potential voting right for all residents, regardless of the nationality. Today I have an interview guest on the same topic. Christus Flores recently founded the Citizens Movement Change for Luxembourg, Change for Europe. Hi Christus. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, and you? Very good, happy to have joined you once more here. Happy to have you. Mm, you have recently founded a new citizens movement that's called Change for Luxembourg, Change for Europe. And the aim of this movement is basically to get foreign residents involved in politics. Which ways to get involved are there? Do you, or, or do you see, given the fact that foreign nationals don't have the right to vote and cannot be candidates for the national elections? I think I, I, I've, um, I've not communicated as well what it is we do. It's not just about bringing foreign residents into the political process. It's about bringing the entire country together into the political process, which just means that we also want to include those who are not able to vote at national level. But our democracy is very interesting in Luxembourg because we have already improved it so that anyone living here can participate in the local elections. They can't yet participate without earning the nationality first in the national legislative elections, but they can participate in the European elections. So the political process in Luxembourg concerns all of us, whether you have the right to vote or not in the legislative ones. The movement is more of a platform, an accelerator to inform and then support people who want to get involved in finding a way to get into a political party. I'm seeing a lot of new parties um, popping up in Luxembourg. And I think politics is, at least for Luxembourg, the art of consensus, of coalition building. So if everyone's just going around and starting a new party or a new association, which, again, we also started something new, but it's it's not a political party. It doesn't have the intention of becoming a political party. It's it's really an accelerator where we're able to tell the stories. So uh, I'm so lucky that we've already grown and uh, th there's a very good team uh, structuring this movement and some people are very interested in telling stories of immigration so that's part of the activities that we're going to do uh, with my skills i'm training people to get into the political party of their choice i said this from the very beginning even though you know when i started being publicly active in politics in luxembourg everyone knew i had an association with the democratic party i said it from the very beginning that this effort was one that was nonpartisan. so 
uh, we're training people to get into whatever party they want to get into because the important thing is engagement. I know we have two people who have now joined the socialists and we'll hopefully with you know our backing and the information that we provide, they can start telling that narrative within the socialist party. We have two very talented young people who have joined, uh, well, three talented young people who have now joined the Democratic Party. Yeah, it's really a platform, a movement and an accelerator. That's what we're building. So once people sign up in your movement on your website, what happens? What can they expect? Uh, so we were very lucky to receive a lot of interest. So as a small team that is not structured to the point where we have a complete functioning team yet it's it all becomes in, in the most democratic way possible you join a discord server that we have created and then depending on your interests you get to join a team that might already be working on something or you can create a, your own team to work on something so we have youth coordinators who might want want to work together to help us communicate the narrative of change for luxembourg and change for europe to a younger audience We have event coordinators who might be interested in organizing events. Uh, we've got social media teams that will become active after the elections because obviously, you know, the, the whole idea, the whole movement was created too close to the elections and we didn't want to uh, start influencing there uh, too much. And um, you just get an opportunity to, first of all, just meet like-minded people who are interested. And if you yourself or a listener gets to our discord server or if you get uh, to eventually the content we'll be producing you'll see the people it's an incredibly diverse group of people and what i love is that it the team itself actually reflects the real population of luxembourg so 50 of our members are luxembourgish 50 of our members are foreign residents or naturalized citizens so it's it's really wonderful to see that mm, what is the Well, you've already talked about the mission, the aims of the movement. What would you say is the ultimate goal in the best case in 10 years after the founding of your mm. of uh, Change for Luxembourg, Change for Europe? How has the society and how has the system, this democracy evolved? Wow. Well, I hope that we don't need Change for Luxembourg, Change for Europe in, in 10 years, but maybe that's uh, my youth and naivety talking. I'll tell you the same thing that I told them in the first meeting that I didn't organize, right? And that was very important. That's key. Uh, I think I can say first names, right? So Emma and Sarah took the initiative to organize the first in-person meeting of Change for Luxembourg. And in that meeting, many had the same question, you know, what are we doing here? And I said, I'm not here to lead it myself. This is not the kind of democratic participation I believe in. Some people can believe in it. Uh, it's just not my style. Um, the movement will be shaped by the people. You've got to trust that you've attracted people who are willing to put in the work and that they're willing to be progressive. I think anyone thinking they can exert too much control over a growing group of people is probably deluded. <laughs> I hope that it becomes an incubator of political engagement. I hope that that's what it becomes. For Change for Luxembourg and Change for Europe, I've got to trust that the people that have joined me in this endeavor are great, which I think they are, and they will be able to carry the mission on. 
So the name of the movement actually already says it. You don't just aim to change Luxembourg, but the whole of Europe. Isn't that a bit big as a scope? Oh, it's it's huge. But I, th I think Luxembourg has a responsibility to lead in Europe. And the first thought of like, you know, why did I get engaged? My first question was, you know, how do I bring uh, an incredibly diverse but small nation together? And that is... That is the narrative of my journey into politics so far, right? And I wanted to bring people closer to politics. All in the name of ensuring, you know, social cohesion, promoting participation, increasing representation. Because I think if Luxembourg can get its affairs in order, if we can come together and build a much stronger democracy that probably doesn't exist in any other European country, because we are by far the most diverse uh, nation in the European Union. If we can show that it is possible for people who speak multiple languages of different cultures, if we can show that this European Union that has been under construction in Luxembourg since 1953 can be successful, not just financially and economically as we see around us, but also socially truly become a cohesive democracy a cohesive society then i think we can inspire the, the rest of europe to to do the same and i think the same demons that we're fighting within luxembourg right now the entire eu is fighting i just happen to be luxembourgish i happen to have luxembourg as my home so i've got to start it from here we get to send six meps to europe every five years and i think luxembourg has a responsibility to lead there too you know if you're lucky enough to be able to vote in luxembourg if you live in luxembourg and you're able to register to vote or automatically are registered to vote in the european elections um, you get a much bigger say than say another fellow european citizen who lives in germany or who lives in poland or greece because we get to send six people which each represent roughly hundred thousand people whether as If you vote in Germany, you, you know, your MEP probably represents between 500,000 and 1 million people. So it's about setting that ambition high and hopefully being able to deliver on as much uh, of it as, as we can. In well, your future UTP, <laughs> which role does the right to vote play in there? You've talked a lot about political engagement which is like this active participation. Mm, what um, relevance does the right to vote have for you? It's crucial. Our society is changing and evolving, and we always need to make sure that we strive to be as inclusive as possible. I was so happy to see other parties, you know, positioning themselves pro-enlarging the ability of people to participate. And... I'm going to keep fighting, you know, with Change for Luxembourg outside of party structures, towards party structures and within the party of my choice to make sure that we, we continue working for that. And I, I can tell you that there are a lot of people that want that because it's very obvious that the Luxembourgish political establishment or the, the Luxembourgish political arena gets defined too much by a number of people that are characteristically 
it's it's a it's a it's a tough thing to 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 say but it's it's not tough to say it's just tough to to admit but it's we have too many voters that are linked to working in the public sector and that tends to be the luxembourgish electorate at the moment and we're not a country of just the public sector we are a country of public and private we are a country of multiple contributions and we need to make sure that we are not um, only hearing from people who are perhaps comfortably linked to our wonderful public sector it's great that we have such a great public sector but it doesn't reflect the reality of how everyone works in Luxembourg. So in order to to make sure that you can address them too, um, they need to be able to, you know, voice their concerns. And this is what you do when you vote. So I'm not going to stop trying to get people who are working in Luxembourg the right to participate in elections. And at the moment, uh, many political parties say, yes, but we can't go against the will of the people who express this this will in 2015 in the referendum that they don't want foreigners to vote. What would you answer to this argument? I, I think it's obviously correct to respect uh, the will of the of the people. That's what a democracy is. At the same time, you can always go back to the people and ask them again. I think we've already done uh, great improvements based on the ease with which now one can acquire the Luxembourgish nationality. But at the same time, I understand that someone might not want to become a national. So I think there should be an option for someone who lives here for five years who does not want to become a Luxembourgish national to still be able to vote for as long as they decide that they want to be residents in Luxembourg. Well, then let's hope that one day they will have a voice. Uh, We will have a voice. (laughs) Thank you, Christus. Thank you so much. That was Christus Flores in our interview on Local Matters. We talked about his new project, the Citizens Movement, Change for Luxembourg, Change for Europe, aimed to strengthen political participation among society. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rscityradio.com.